Hi, how are you? Uh, this is Patrick Riley, host of the show. You're about to listen to the Strange Loop episode where we talk about it. Um, I'm going to use clips from the show, and there's explicit language. Uh, just heads up. Yeah, that's that's it. And then you're about to hear uh, Joel and I do the intro, or we give you another heads up, because this was actually part of a two-part episode, but I'll let past Patrick talk about that. Future Patrick's just letting you know that you're going to hear the N-word because it's in Strange Loop, and instead of cutting it out or censoring it, I'm just going to play the songs as they are because I think they're perfect and wonderful, and enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to Christopher Durang's Actor's Nightmare. I'm your host, Patrick J. Riley, and I'm with... This is Joelle Woodson. Oh, my God. Wait, um, I thought I was playing Patrick Riley. Oh, that's the nightmare that we were talking about. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Welcome to this. Uh, just a disclaimer before we get into the episode. Um, this was originally supposed to be a two-part. Uh, this was part of another episode, but then it just went long, so we ended up cutting it. Yeah. And then we decided to put this one out first, so... You are actually listening to the second half of a longer episode that you will hear next week where we talk about Ryan Murphy's Hollywood, but we decided to talk about, we talked about Strange Loop for an hour, so. I thought <laughs> you could keep keep track of it. Cause... I do. I keep track in my mind's eye. I got no idea what's going on. Um, so here is the opening number to Strange Loop, and let's get into it. Let's have some fun. Till the end of intermission Is that how the show should open? Should there even be a show? No, it should start with what he's thinking Which is just a cursor blinking Cause of all of the directions That the narrative could go Show what it's like show. to live up here And travel the world In a fat, black, queer body Usher, 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 usher Pat, yes. I want to say I want to start us off by saying um, I... I vaguely remembered when this came out. Sometimes, sometimes my ear is really to the streets. Other times, it is not. And this, this kind of this came out at a time where I was sort of peripherally keeping track of what was being made. And I have to say, you reminded me of it. And you were like, "Have you seen that? Have you seen? Have you seen a strange? Did you hear the any of the music?" I was like, "What? No." Um, and then you were the one who was like, "You gotta listen to this." And then I did, and then not two days later, it comes out that it won a Pulitzer. Yeah, um, which was really serendipitous and amazing. So, yeah, I talk about it. Um, first off, did you did you like it? I think um, I think I was I think y- yes. Okay, here's what I'll say. I was incredibly charmed. And incredibly mm-hmm. impressed by the depth of subject matter and the conversations that were put into soundtrack form. From a musical standpoint, I think it's mostly fine. But okay. but what I will say is that I've never heard like there are like gospel elements. There are straight up reinterpretations of reimagining of gospel music in this show. Mm-hmm. that i loved and it was it's not even gospel in like the um 
like the the playful way it's like straight up the stuff i remember hearing it's like deep cuts in the black community that he has like reimagined and turned into into this show and it's pretty genius so i will say it's not my favorite musically but it is really impressive and i had a fucking good time listening to it cool yeah good um i will say i uh, absolutely love this i have not connected to a musical this much in years mm-hmm. i can't yeah. remember the last musical that i had such a strong attachment and connection to than this i absolutely fucking love this this was incredible the soundtrack i've listened to the soundtrack on loop on a strange loop um for Mm-mm. for weeks now uh i mean yeah literally this morning i woke up and i it's almost like a thing is like almost every every day i woke up with another song stuck in my head it's not the same song it's always a different song i think wow. if 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 the 2008 broadway season fucked and had a baby St- strange loop is a product of the 2008 broadway season with who um, you need you usually need another no 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 party. if every show from the 2008 oh like broadway season had sex had sex this is the show they would produce i don't think we're there science oh science i think wise yet but homosexually we are <laughs> i think i think the gays know what i'm talking about i think because this sh- <laughs> the, the thing that re- the, the, the shows that this reminds me of the most because the thing too is like i can't i can't pinpoint a thing that I'm like, oh, this is like this, or this is like this. This is so genuinely unique. Yeah, it's a, it's its own thing. It is. I, I think I think when you look at it, when you look at it from a musical point of view, I think you can say that. If you look at it as a piece of work on its own, yeah, like like um, outside of the realm of musicals and other musicals that have come out at the yeah. same time. You just hear so many different things that you're like, oh, that's yeah. what that is. That's what it's that is. It's a reference is. to this, and this is a reference. To yeah, this. yeah, kind of like, like, like straight up. Very, but it's not as it's not as noticeable as like when Lin Manuel Miranda does it. Like when right. Lin Manuel Miranda does it, he does it very intentional, like for you to wink at. Mm-hmm. Where um, Michael Michael R. Jackson kind of wrote when he wrote the music to this. It it's just so underseated that it it takes a moment for you to realize that's what he's going for. Yeah. And there's almost like that's a nostalgia exactly right. or a sense memory to certain rhythms and to certain lyrics, yes. you know, that's exactly I, right. And, 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 and it, sne- it sneaks up on you. And that's mm-hmm. what I love about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. You, that's such a great point, Pat, because I, there, I was just like having it on, like, you know, just like cleaning the kitchen or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, are we, Oh, we're in church. You know what I mean? Or, or yeah. like, I, there are just so many different things and, and even not even musically, just, just from like, like tone. lyrical tone lyrics there are like I would say, so, so many things the two shows that this reminds me the most of is passing strange and uh and title yeah. of show mm-hmm. and those I, don't are, know, I don't i know passing strange i don't know title of show oh title of show is my favorite musical it is a musical about two guys writing a musical about two guys writing a musical. <laughs> You're watching the show that they are writing as they write it, and they discuss what they would like to put in the show that you will see. And then they also go through the almost autobiographical journey from, from the creative stage to the rehearsal to the staging of it. 
And this reminds me of that. And the, the reason why I connect them is because this is about a character who is writing the, mu- who wants to write the musical that you will see, but doesn't know right. where he fits in exactly. And then ends up ghostwriting a Tyler Perry, uh, a Tyler Perry live play. And uh, which is so fucking genius. He write the whole, there's this whole thing with the, writing the gospel play. This and is a strange loop, by the way. A, I'm talking about strange loop, not passing, uh, not title yeah. show, title show. And the reason why I said passing strange is because there's just the, the, the religious element of passing strange. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's that the, especially the opening of like, Jesus is a freight train in which God travels in mm-hmm. passing strange reminds me of um, how much of the, how much religion, especially the, the Tyler Perry song, What's the name of um, what's that song? Name of that song? That song. Oh, uh, uh, Tyler Perry writes for your life is the name of the song. Yeah. That number has been stuck in my head all day. Um, it's great. I don't, I don't know how to break this down. I, I kind of want to go track by track. Just, well, I, think, be- I think, I think we should, I think we should highlight our favorite ones. Uh, that's the thing, though. It's I have so much to say about every song. Well, it's we'll so. Well, be well. I mean, I'm not gonna go, but I mean, the intermission song is such a good opening song. It is. Um, it's because because also the only characters in the show, it's Usher, the main character. Mm-hmm. But then every other character is played by his inner thoughts, by played by different actors and actresses. Um, but it they 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 kind of play different characters. So like, just everyone at some point plays his mother. Everyone at some point plays his father. There's uh, every every everyone he meets is played by a different thought. I guess. Right. It's fa- It's so well done, and I'm never lost. I'm never lost with. No, yeah. I'm never lost when he's talking to his father, but there's seven voices. I never not understand it's that that's super what's clear. happening. Super, exactly. super clear. Uh, intermission song, great opening number, right? Mm-hmm. Um, good way to start off. It also introduces the idea that like, it's it's how do you it's it's you know it's it's uh oh it's basically it's him fighting with his own thoughts of like how he's gonna write the play and how what kind of play is he going to write uh today is a great one just because that's the one that uh uh financial faggotry shows up and i god i love that i love that line it's basically it's today is the day he's going to work on <laughs> he's going to work on his big thing but then life keeps getting in the way of that right, and it's right. genius it is so funny i am a disney usher i'm barely scraping by my discontentment comes in many shapes and sizes when i wake up each morning i tell myself to try i tell myself that i will make no compromises today a meeting with my landlord who makes me miss my train and i smell awful because there is no time to shower i plaster on a smile pretend i have no brain make nice with asshole taurus hour after hour today today i plan to change my whole life forever 
surprise. How you doing? It's your daily self-loathing. Look, I had some time to kill, so I thought I'd stop by to remind you just how truly worthless you are. Hey, Asha, how you doing? It's your financial baggage and ooh, child, do you have a second to discuss this situation with shitty bank student loans? Rewrite that shitty lyric to make the ending land. Inner white girl, what a beautiful song. Beautiful song. I hate to admit how relatable it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what, go, but also, what you, go through. What are your favorites? My favorites. Okay, my favorites. I love Tyler. Tyler Perry writes real life. Because um, mm-hmm. Tyler so Perry funny. writes real life. Oh, because Tyler so, Perry writes so real funny. life. So the so he um, uh, the plot of the show is it's a very loose plot. It's basically you're following this character Usher through um, several days of his life. And he's trying to work on his musical that he wants to write, but he can't quite figure out what his voice is. Um, is he going to be gay? Is he going to be black? Is he going to be like right. fat? It's like, what, what, is, what is my voice? It's genius. Um, and right. then at right. some point his agent says, oh, uh, you have an opportunity to write a Tyler Perry, the ghost write a Tyler Perry gospel play. And he uh, initially doesn't want to do it. Uh, but then the ghost of Harriet Tubman, who else? Twelve years a slave here. Um, what else is there? Uh, oh, Whitney, Whitney Houston. Right. Um, you, by the way, have you seen a Tyler Perry teleplay? I have. Yes. Yeah. They're yeah. they're rough. They are rough. I I appreciate. Obviously, I appreciate what they do. Like the hole that they. Um, maybe not whole is not a good word. The space <laughs> that they occupy. Mm-hmm. But gosh. This is what happened is when um Tyler Perry started getting big, my mother was really into watching Oprah and mm-hmm. she would rave about Tyler Perry and go on about Tyler Perry and how great his movies are. Right. And this is I think it was Diary of a Black Mad uh, a Mad, Mad Black, Black Woman, Woman just came out. And my mother was like, oh, I want to watch Which, these. Which, honestly, is kind of his best movie. That movie, I don't hate it. If, if uh, you were to put it on, I, I would watch it, honestly. I have never seen it. What happened was, my mother was you like... You should watch it and let's talk about it. Yeah, I would. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Um, I, I, I've never seen it. And uh, my mother was like, hey, can you go to the store? When you go to, the, when you go to your you know, video store, can you pick up a Tyler Perry movie to watch? And I bought, mm-hmm. I bought Diary of a Mad Black Woman, the stage play that was recorded i didn't realize that they that he (laughs) these were based on plays so i bought that and i bought medea goes to jail that were both an iconic one that's an iconic one but both the stage versions good lord and the stage versions are so different oh well yeah so different i so i watched them and i just remember being like what the fuck am i watching this is so different from what i was expecting and then also i feel like gospel plays are so i mean like he does that whole song um the the writing a gospel play song where mm-hmm. he where he which is the next one after which tyler is the perry. next one after tyler perry writes through life where he decides okay i'm gonna write a gospel play and then he does all the voices and um larry owens by the way who plays usher fucking kills it great voice so great vo- but also so fucking funny it's what happens when you start out and stand up and then mm-hmm. um it's he's so he's so incredible in this i i don't know if this will ever transfer to broadway that being said if it does 
make sure Larry Owens is starring in it or I don't want to see it, you know? Fair. Because he is so much of this show and so much of this character. Right. He does an incredible job. Um, He does all the voices of the gospel play. And it's just, uh, it's just so fucking funny how on point and right. It's so so right. They get all the the, the tropes, right. And um, like the sort of like the, the, instrumental breaks like every gospel play has these like weird um let me not say weird i will say there definitely is a moment and like you know when you see these plays you know exactly the moment where it's like yeah plot 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 is happening and then we're gonna break and do a and do a song and they do a slow gospel song slow gospel song where like the character has this breakthrough yeah it's it's like literally the come to jesus moment and there's one in every play there is and i remember when i watched um uh diary black uh a mad black (laughs) one where it happens in the show and then it just stops and also the thing is there was cameras in the audience and i it it was almost like a pantomime where like the they would they people like the actors would play out to the audience and the audience would be like yes and i'm like oh i why is this call and response i didn't realize (laughs) What is this? And also, this is the other thing, too, is you have to keep in the mind that I was not aware I was watching a Tyler Perry play. I thought this was the movie this everyone was, was talking movie. about. Oh, my. Oh, wow. I, I really I remember was, that yeah. big part of my, those were a big part of my childhood because they, they would be on bootleg and uh-huh. like you, you'd be like at the barbershop or like getting your hair done. And like there's always that person in the neighborhood who's who had bootleg tapes dvd dvds excuse me bootleg dvds and like the plays would always be in them and my my grandmother or my aunties would like always have another dvd collection and sometimes you go over their house and they would just have it on in the background or (laughs) and and yeah and i love those side note i love those bootleg i want that aesthetic to come back because it's always somebody would buy a pack of like a hundred just blank plastic cut cases and then print out on their own little inkjet printers the cover from google images Uh and then just tape it on the inside yeah i do that still okay oh okay oh we're still we're still doing no not we i do that i i do that all the time (laughs) i um i i torrent a lot of not torrent i watch a lot of like um indie not even indie like like amateur documentaries and films and so if i like one i will burn it onto You'll a dvd love it and make my own cover and then put it with my collection so i can have it um so i just did one i just did i found a i found a good vhs copy of the roger corman fantastic four and i printed oh, wow. it out and made my own cover i drew it and now it's on my shelf May- wow. so yeah enterprising um okay so yeah, Tyler Perry writes real life is one of my favorites. I also love mm-hmm. writing a, a gospel play. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, Inwood Daddy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about it. I connected. Ooh, the let's song. talk about it. I always say I plan to change my life today, but the only thing I ever seem to do is write a song. Is write a song. Is write a song, but tonight I get attracted to in what daddy sucking cock all Saturday morning. In what daddy sucking cock all Saturday morning. He posted, It's my guarantee 
you'll have the time of your life, bro. Wanna give out some dick? I don't even give to my wife, so all blacks and Latinos to the front of the line. If you give me that fat bubble butt, I'll treat it just like a shrine. Um, hey, so this one and the, the one real. after it are important to talk about together, I think, because yeah. boundaries. Oh my god! Um, it's uh, it's very painful. They're very painful songs. It's a it's a moment where it, the reason I say that you should talk about them together is because you kind of are getting the moment in which something is happening, and then the the fallout, the emotional fallout fallout right after. In yeah. with Daddy, it's it's um, Usher's birthday, and um, he sort of like we all do, kind of gets with the grander tender hookup who is a white man mm-hmm. um and they're they're engaged they're they're hooking up they're having sex and the language that comes out of the white man's mouth is like very it's like derogatory racist yeah. um ableist like mm-hmm. yeah but but it's all wrapped up in like a in like a sexual moment and so you're hearing like this guy who the language gets progressively more hurtful yeah um and so the song like like we even like there's the n-word is like thrown out and like mm-hmm. it, it's it's a it's a dom sub kind of experience the n-word is racist. not the n-word is not thrown out it is it's it's the chorus yeah, of the song yeah it is it is and it totally it captures hard r Oof. And, it, and it totally captures like that uh, I, I i can't even describe it because it, being yeah. a black especially a black queer person and especially in a city like this where like you just it's so yeah. easy to experience the, this and 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 it's even easier to feel like this is how you're desi- desirable mm-hmm. or this is even what you're attracted to because like this is what you feel like you can deserve yeah um, uh, as a fat person yeah, yeah. As yeah. a fat queer person, mm-hmm. this happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And so let's talk about boundaries for a second because boundaries, because sure. that the whole inward daddy, I have lived that mm-hmm. numerous times. I hate it. I hate yeah. it. I don't like it. Yeah. And yeah. it's in listening to that song, it it's so painful because it's so real. It's it's one of those things like I just relive the moments in my own life while mm-hmm. listening to that. Mm-hmm. But boundaries is boundaries is so brilliant because boundaries is 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 then usher reflecting on why he lets things like that happen if he right. doesn't like it right. and i have that conversation constantly right. with myself because it's it's yeah it's just a weird it, it makes there's a there's an amazing phrase that i love which is um this, this isn't quite fit but it, it's sort of a oh, it sort of fits the feeling that I get when I hear this song. And it's also like the feeling that the character has, which again, like Larry Owens kills. Oh my God. Um, acts the shit out of, out of this, all, all of the songs, but especially these two and um, mm-hmm. especially boundaries. The same old story.
I do this? Bow down and people please. I can't know freedom without clear boundaries. Till I draw boundaries, I have no boundaries. It's sort of like the vulnerability hangover, that feeling of like, oh, like it just, you feel like the grief and the shock of letting your, of not maintaining boundaries and letting mm-hmm. sort of somebody impose on you things that, that make you feel lesser than. And so, the, and that's what this song is about. Also, I love boundaries, big into boundary work. Shout out to therapy. Um, yeah. And so to hear this, I, to hear this in a song form, I was floored. I'm like, oh my yeah. god, like that's that deep shit that <laughs> that that I feel on a lot of occasions. Like, why did I? Why do I keep doing the same stuff? Why do I? Don't I love myself? Mm-hmm. Like, why don't I love myself? Clearly, I don't. Um, so I love I love that song. There, yeah. I could talk about it for hours. I um, it's truly I loved beautiful. it. So then that leads into the the, right. the end of the show and the end of the show is this huge sequence that's like a few songs but it literally it's just it's it, he gets a phone call from his mother right after and then the phone call with his mother leads into her hate speech of his queerness yeah which is so painful to listen to um, but also but like uh i love it because the sh- the 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 way it's framed it it's not so like overt as in the way we get into the song is not so overt it's very much like hey it's your birthday this is your mom keep remembering that christ loves you keep you know what i mean like it's that shit that you hear from your parent um when they're like hey you know we just we care about your well-being but also um you know that that gay stuff you're doing there's there's a better life yeah. all of these hollywood homosexuals waving gay flags all day and night stacking their things up each other's buttholes i'm telling you son that it just ain't right it ain't right it ain't right it ain't right with god it ain't right it ain't right it ain't right with me and i just need to call up my baby boy and remind him of that periodically cause I love you and I don't want your soul to be wasted it hurts me so bad sometimes I can't taste it Sinners churning in rivers of fire because of filthy, unholy desire. All of these Hollywood homosexuals. <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, and and uh, the guilt that parents can put on you with like not living a life that they recognize, not being in the church, like all of that stuff. Um, and I started the song like, okay, oh, mom's calling. Yeah, this is a mom call. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. And then it gets so heartbreaking. <laughs> You're like, and then it goes into the father's reprise. Because oh the father has an, the, the father has a, so- a song up top called mm-hmm. Didn't Want Nothing that is just him just being like, um, oh, there's this moment, though. It, it's, just, it's just a father calling to be like, hey, son, uh, just 
catching I, up. I don't, uh, I don't oh, know how to connect to you. It's the classic. It's the classic um, kind of like like deadbeat dad line, which is like, "Hey, I didn't want nothing. Um, yeah, just, just uh, calling to see how my second born son or my first born son, no, whatever." This is what he says. The thing is, in didn't want nothing. The first part, mm-hmm. he says, "My favorite son," and then yeah. in the reprise after um, he says that after you find out that. Um, Usher had put some music up online and people saw it and people right. were offended by it. He says he goes from my favorite son to calling him my second born son. Yeah. And it's fucking yeah. cuts deep, Joel. It is so deep. So deep. That like that the moment. neglect. Oh my God. Um neglect and abandonment. That that's one of the things I love about this show is because they they are Michael R. Jackson is not afraid to, to yeah. go there. And yeah. honestly, why it won the Pulitzer is because I, I truly have never heard these sort of conversations in a musical, like never. ever, ever. Never. It, it just never. It, it doesn't exist. This is because um, it's so uncomfortable, especially in with Daddy in a fucking musical. Come that on, that whole song. How, how, how I, I, oh god. And it's also it's, though, it's also so of this time in this generation mm-hmm. because yeah. they deal with pressures that are almost exclusively because of of the world that we live in now yes like in a in a social social media laden world with a lot of technology there are so many pressures of perception mm-hmm. and um there are so many more vulnerable ways to put yourself out there but also like they capture he captures like the loneliness of living in new york being being a creative living in, in new york in this time yeah um where you have these sort of like you know, like like whiteness and and like whiteness prevails, but it's a different shade of whiteness. You know what I mean? It's like it's like a different, um, for lack of a lot better words, but it's just it's a different flavor because it's like we it's touched with this like modernness, this sort yeah. of like we're liberal, we're free. I love I, I love being with with black people, but then there's still like these it, like really racist interactions. Um, and even anyway, all of that is to say that there are that the feelings of loss and abandonment that can really that are really amplified by the time we live in is genius. It's it's expertly captured in this show, and you just feel it, and you feel what that character is going through, what Usher's going through in a very visceral way. And, it, and it's also because the music is funny. The, the shit's funny. It's so funny. It's and so like good. the music is punchy. So yeah, I think that I, so you said it's uncomfortable. And I, I, for me, that's why it's like the themes are so damn real and are so um, intimate to, to right now into what young queer um, folks are living dealing with but then you also have just like the straight up in your faceness of the show it's crass you know what i yes. mean i agree i i it, it just i connected to this on so many levels yeah um we didn't even talk about exit the gayville which is such a oh my god we didn't real song uh first well, off they, honestly precious we can even shout out to industry and therapy because uh both places <laughs> i love to go to and yeah, when oh i heard no, those we... in the song i was like oh fun Hell's Kitchen to Save It. 
wish we have never I don't even know if we're ever gonna get to go to industry and therapy anymore but I didn't even know you went we could have gone together yeah well damn we would we would have had fun yeah I I've had a couple good nights at both both spots I've really had some good nights of therapy uh, industry therapy I'm not crazy about but um, you know, like I the, love the that line level. of exit in Gayville from Hell's Kitchen to Sayville. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> absolutely loved it. I yeah. grew, so I, my cousins are from Sayville and they are uh, like very white people. And also anytime I've ever been to Sayville, it's always been like um, Stepford wives. Um, and I didn't until very recently go on the other side of the train tracks and real, I didn't realize it was a gay haven <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, but to go back towards back to the end, a memory the memory song is beautiful. It's just it's it's Usher just going through his memories I also, being young and really queer. quickly, super quickly. I loved Precious Little Dream. Holy shit! I'm very sorry. I, to, I I'm very no, sorry to skip I, over. I was this. gonna say yeah, that was actually gonna probably be my last favorite one. Well, there was also another one too, and I'll I'll go back to it. But Precious Little Dream. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Mm-hmm. Um You don't love me. If you loved me, you would have made your daddy run out of here with tears in his eyes. If you loved me, you would have found you a church home in New York. If you loved me, you would have brought me home a daughter-in-law and a grandbaby by now. If you loved me, you'd be able to fly me around the world like Tyler Perry. Her precious little dream. But oh no, you are frightened about life. Came tumbling down. Never mind, Doodoo Banks, Doodoo Lowe's calling my house looking for your black butts. Just lollygagging up there in New York ain't half doing nothing. And after all of the things that she's been through. Probably out there dressing up and pretending like you was a white woman. You come along and crush Talking it. about you want a black man. In the palm of your hand. Like a real black man would want to kiss you. you. Come along and flush it. The Bible says homosexuality is worse than murder. My precious little dream. It never ends with you. My little boy. God, after all this time, why can't you give it up? Oh, no, you have to turn this on me. I know I'm a good mama. Because if you knew all the things that I've been through. Huh. You had to cut me open to get you. Did you know that? I bled and bled. They pulled your black bread out of my stomach. You would rue the ways you attacked me. Your aunt had it said the homosexualities was just You'd a thing. You would the ways we But you're 26 me. years old and you still do it on me. You tracked why me. Why couldn't you just be the daughter I always Dad. wanted? I'll tell you why. It's because you're selfish. So what happens in the, the in the play? I, what happens in the yeah, play, real quick, is uh, um, after Usher gets the call from his parents, he kind of um, he kind of has this realization of like, all right, fine, I'll write the I'll write my gospel play, and then this is his gospel play. This is what he knows as a gospel yeah. play. Yeah. This is um, if he's gonna write it. This is how he's gonna do it. And, uh, and uh, it is it is uh, very very striking, and it's so honest. There's a mo. There's a line. I forget what song it is. There's a line up top, where he talks about his sexuality and his fear of AIDS because he grew up in the '90s, yeah. and I, I also grew yeah. up in the same environment, and I had that same fear growing up of just like and being told that like you know gays get AIDS, so you right. can't. So there's no point in yeah, anything. Yeah, I I relate to that fear also. Although growing up in Missouri, it wasn't as um, it it was like something very very hush hush. 
so at the so you kind of got the the you kind of got the result of like well there like like kind of like like there's a dark cloud over being gay and that's why yeah and like just no one talked about it it was just like kind of like this dark ass cloud um and uh yeah but i also felt that fear <laughs> with just being pregnant like mm, because okay. so many like you know you've got so many people in like my neighborhood and like our cousins would get pregnant young or something like that mm-hmm. and so it was just sort of like it's sort of like the mean girls like don't have sex because you'll get pregnant and you'll die that whole thing. i will say there's the difference between being pregnant and getting aids there is a big difference a, there is a big difference i just mean i mean like the fear of um just just like sexual freedom in general sexual freedom in general that's what it really goes down that's to. what i'm the, talking about the yeah. fact that they chant aids has got punishment at the end and then finally the mother's like i don't like this i don't want this and he goes well this is the only gospel i know is that this is what i've yeah. learned i've learned how to hate myself because of the mm-hmm. gospel which is so real so so, so, so real, two and the three with my outdoors come on men hey. I don't care what system now you want to say about them I don't because the big fear about about AIDS too growing up for me was that if you get aids that means everyone knows you're gay right you know? right so Which is it's just obviously thing. wrong because that's not the only way to get it um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's the fun it's the funnest way but uh i yeah it's it's Th- this it's also hard. too totally like like musically was straight up out of like greater mount zion first avenue baptist church on a sunday like the way it's it's structured is exactly how like black choirs operate like you have like the theme and then you've got all four sections and then it's like here's the altos coming in and they're like the uh, like like strong and like loud and then you've got your sopranos um but they're all like chanting like AIDS is God's punishment. Yeah. Um, AIDS is God's it, punishment. A yeah. banger. It's a banger. It's a banger. It's, it's an uncomfortable banger. ass banger. I love. Yeah. I loved it. It slaps, but it slaps you in the face. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. Uh, I absolutely loved it. So, like, the last big thing I want to talk about is the last song, "Strange Loop," mm-hmm. uh, the title song. It's so fantastic, and it truly wraps everything into a bow. Of toxic Tyler Perry and white gay male tyranny and my secret inner white girl, though she is dear to me. But would that be sufficient? Or would that be a sham? Cause even with those actions, I'm stuck with who I am. Someone whose self-perception is based upon a lie someone whose only problem is with the pronoun i maybe i don't need changing maybe i should regroup 
Cause change is just an illusion And I is just an illusion If thoughts are just an illusion Then what a strange Strange Loop It really does It really really does so nicely Where I'm so hopeful and happy At the end of the show after dealing especially the last couple songs that are so hard but i i mean i really left feeling like oh my god i just feel like he's in a good place um it's Mm -hmm. wonderful and i just because he because the whole acceptance you know it's accepting it's accepting who he is and he has that great line where it's um where he he says uh he says uh i'm not listening to this person this person or my inner white girl though she's very dear to me i love that line. i love that line I, i i i wrote that down um yeah i love that line that, oh that's man the shit. speaking of lines i wrote down i forgot to mention this when we were talking about periodically there's a song where the mother is just uh she goes she goes you only take and you take and you take and then he says the line Mama, I can suck your titties again. and i <laughs> love that line so much the first time yeah. i heard it i was like oh that's a funny line the more i think about that line it is so fucking brilliant what it's does it mean so- to you what it means to me is just the idea of just like it's um i can't be because it, it essentially the character is saying um i i can't be your little boy i can't be your little right. boy and i can't be your baby but right. because the character usher is so unique and because how how it's written so honestly it comes out i can't suck your titty it comes out in this kind of sassy yeah, almost yeah, like yeah, she, yeah. almost Brilliant. like he's reading her you know it's insane how well it's done Mm. That the line is so mm. genius. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking genius. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 just beyond um, good lyric as much as just a right. brilliant piece of writing. It's mama, I can't suck your titty. I like how you um, frame that when I. That's the 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 shit that I mean. That's the shit that all of us love, um, especially yeah. when we're in this world. It's like, you know, when when there's so much shit happening mm-hmm. and then all of the shit that's happening gets distilled into one punchy little, like, quip that just captures everything. And yeah. It's, oh, man. Yeah, that's this. That's that. Um, overall, I think my, my parting words on this is, like, this is a brilliant – this is an achievement. Rightly won the Pulitzer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't – one of the things that stuck out for me was just like feeling like understanding the grief of like not being seen um but also understanding that like all of these pieces of me all these like contradictions conventions whatever they make me mean and that's it and it's messy and it's gonna hurt um there's a lot of self there's gonna be self-blame and there's gonna be shame but like you know, I'm going to keep doing me. Even if I feel like I'm not trying hard enough, not working hard enough. That's okay. It's all, it's all there and it's all, I'm going to be all right. And that felt, made me feel really good, especially in this damn quarantine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What are your last thoughts? I, I mean, I said I'm with that. I just, I feel like it's just a perfect, I think it's just a, 
it, 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 I, I just connect to this. It's just a perfect show in my mind. Yeah. Like this show just works as what it is so perfectly. Uh, it's not for everyone. I will say that um, my big fear is that people will see this just at like moments or just, or, or read the, or just hear the words and not actually listen to it. Right. And just take it as like, just kind of like gay fodder. Um, I've already happened. I've already had that happen to me where I suggested mm-hmm. it to a friend and their response was, um, Oh, this is too gay even for you. And I'm like, Oh wow. You missed the fucking point of this. If right. you said those words, right. if you said that to me, you've missed the, the fucking point of what this entire show is about. It really, it really hurt me that when, when that was said to me about the show mm-hmm. and it almost made me like, I lost all the goodwill that the show had built up of like, you know what? We can do anything. And I was like, Oh no, never mind. I uh, fuck me in the ass. I, right. <laughs> I'm wrong. Uh, this, this is what a terrible life we live in. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, I mean, that is, um, unfortunately like that is a quarter of what this show is about if even, and like, we can't diminish work like this cause it's just so bright and like so full. Anybody should, anybody could listen to this and understand, yeah. you know what I mean? Really? If you really want to go deep into it, you want to go deep in yourself. Um, well, damn, that's a bummer, but it's their loss cause it's a brilliant show. Yeah, I, and agree. I just fucking want a Pulitzer. Did you see? Did you see? Mm-hmm. I think it was Michael R. Jackson. Did you see him on Twitter do a RuPaul impression? No, or was that Larry Owens. Who I think it was that? Larry Owens. Yeah, he did the whole like. Well, she, that's so she didn't already didn't had hers. And, oh like, yeah. Oh my god, you need the, to see it. I I will look it up. Uh the the how I found out about the show was, I I did not get I did not get a chance to see it when it was up at uh, Playwrights Horizon. Right? Is it was Playwrights Horizon or was it? Um. Yeah, it's Playwrights Horizon. Yeah, Playwrights. Uh, I, I saw Octet, and this was being promoted. And I remember seeing this. I'm like, oh, that looks like fun. And then just out of my head, I completely forgot about it. Uh, I, I follow Larry Owens on Twitter. Um, and I saw him go on a rant about something. about Because someone put a – some theater critic did a review of this show saying how it's a little, it's a little much. And him going on a rant about, are you fucking kidding me? If a white wow. man did this and it was written about a gay white man, the world would have stopped and this would have yeah, been like 100%. everything, you know? And I yeah. completely agree. I completely agree. The fact that this is about a fat, queer, black person who is not attractive, who has a, t- um, I'm pretty sure the lyric is um, uh, 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 tiny dick, right? What do you say? Small dick or? Something um, like that, Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I'll put, you know what, I'm going to put it in right here. That's what I'm talking about. So yeah, <laughs> a show that had that lyric um, is so unique and so different. And like the fact that like someone's already, already being like, oh, well, it's not, it's not for me. It doesn't need to be fucking for you. You know, it could be for right. someone else for five goddamn right. seconds. Um, I don't understand. I, we yeah. know what that, we know what that means. Yeah. We know 100%. what that means. But 100%. at the same time, do you know how much shit we watch that's not for us? Yes. Do you know how much? I watch I watch Sex in the City, not religiously, but I enjoyed it. And the only only thing that's different is that I'm a woman who's single in New York City. Them hoes ain't for me. Like, that, that show is not for me. They mm-hmm. don't, we don't, I don't necessarily speak the same language they all do. But there are elements to it that I'm like, okay, this is, you know, let me get my little popcorn and wine. Let me sit down and enjoy the show. 
it's it, yeah. I, we know what that what that shit means we really do um cut it out yeah you know i agree it's I really bullshit agree. is star wars for me do i live on tatooine no no i don't yeah i completely agree because representation is important it it's is very important and when it, it when it when it does happen and when it exists it should be it should be celebrated and not looked at not everything has to be about you i completely agree i, I mean like i i mean yeah i mean it, you're all it's also you know it's 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 racist <laughs> you know it's racist it's, it, it is yeah it, it cut and dry we in we consume things all the time that aren't that don't aren't 100 percent us mm-hmm. and that's that's a good thing because a lot of times we're able to extract meaning and lessons yeah. and themes uh-huh. and things that we really enjoy um yeah. and we're able to consume it hate to see it hate to see it love, love to, to see watch them though love to watch them walk away yeah yes. i can't i i really want to see this i i do you think this will ever come to broadway go to broad um i hope hmm. so i don't think it can i don't i don't know I mean, now, now that question is so hard. Like, what is yeah? What is theater anymore now that the world has ended? Theater? But let's pretend for a second that um, that the the world hasn't stopped. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Do you think this is a show that can go to Broadway? I I think if they do a limited run at Circle in the Square, you know what, Pat? Maybe. I think this is one of the shows that, like, I think I was talking about last a uh, couple weeks ago or whatever, when I was said that uh, August Wilson, some like August Wilson plays, people had produced them just to produce them, right? Just so that you can see them right, on right. Broadway. Um, I think that this, or even like a Manhattan Theater Company, like if they put this on Broadway sure. for a limited run, um, I think it would be or you a know smart what smart call. I I could even see what 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 I'm intrigued by by that question is like when we just had we just had slave play come out. Yes. And oh, you're right. Those I I don't know that those producers, um, but they're not. I don't think they're affiliated with a particular company. So I could see them putting something like this on for a bit. Yeah. Um, with like Jeremy O'Harris's support, I I don't know. Maybe I could see it. I think. But here's the thing: like musically musically it's not like the best musical i've ever heard and that, that, I, I disagree i disagree i think disagree. musically it's fantastic okay. i think the fact that the the music to this is so traditional musical theater like current musical theater like in this is such a traditional post spring awakening world this is a dear right. van hansen type music but right. it's not about a whiny white kid with a broken arm about fucking jerking off or whatever the fuck that's stupid i don't like dear hansen i so get it you, you make so, a you make yeah. a really really good point in that like i was just talking about this with my friend the other night like there are so many uh, we were looking at um sort of like like a designed photo shoot and you know how like food photo shoots now everything is so fucking saturated with like it's like a like if you go on the subway mm-hmm. r.i.p if you go on the subway and there's like <laughs> it, it's like a peach that's like super saturated on like a solid light blue color and everything light blue background or something and everything looks super crisp and like that yeah. it, like food photography right now all looks the same exactly and we were i was looking at a image set of images of a like four 
black men from the back. It was just the back of them mm-hmm. and you could see their haircuts. And it was done in the same way that like food photography or like editorial is done. But what made it so gorgeous, what made it so tight was that the subjects were what we don't see in in that aesthetic. So I'm, I only say that because I kind of see where you're going with that argument. It's like, it's of the caliber of things that are, of, of musicals that exist now. Mm-hmm. It's just slightly, it's, it's flipped on its head because of the subjects oh, the and subject the subject matter. matter. Yeah. 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 I think that's, um, I love that point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, great. So that was, a, that was a strange loop. Man, I loved, uh, I love this. I hope you guys enjoy, I hope you could listen to it if you haven't. Please do. And I hope I get to see it someday soon. Congrats to all the Pulitzer winners this year. Congrats. But most importantly, congrats to you, Michael R. Jackson, congrats. who I can only assume is listening to this because what else is going on in the quarantine, right? What else? If I was him, if I was him, I would like Google everything. Everyone that talked about him, I'd be like, I wonder what they're saying. Oh my and, gosh. Um, you would? That's much, what you would do? Oh, oh, 100%. I do it now and I'm not even famous. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Joelle, this was wonderful. Pat, this has been a pleasure. This has been a pleasure. This has been really fun. Uh, um, we'll see you guys next We'll see you week. Next, next week. Happy birthday, yeah. Mr. Sondheim. Happy birthday, Mr. Sondheim. His blackness doesn't look blue in any moonlight, which makes him harder to see. That's why he clings to his silly inner wine girl, the same one clinging to me. We want to be free. Who made up these rules? Black boys must always obey.